Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. My name is Brenna Smith, Special Project Coordinator here at GSHOM. And today I'm here with one of my coworkers, Audrey Reynolds, who is our Outdoor Program Team Lead and our Camp Linden Director. Today's episode is really important because today in 2019, it's more important than ever that girls have the opportunity to unplug, unconnect from the world around them, and spend time in the outdoors, um, really experiencing all that camp and all that the outdoors have to offer them. Um, So I'm excited for us to dive in here, talk a little bit about camp, um, and hear about all of the ways that girls can grow and their lives can change because of a camp experience. So Audrey, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's it's an important topic today when we're all so connected to our technology, you know, it becomes really important to have that opportunity to unplug and, and really become one with nature. So to get us started, can you just tell me a little bit about your role at Girl Scouts? Yeah, so for the outdoor program team lead role, I help oversee um, each of of our camp properties and everything to do with uh, program at each of them. And then I also um, am the year-round director at Camp Linden. So on site in the summer, um, you know, I oversee all of our staff and, you know, coordinate weekend programs and troop reservations and things like that in the non-summer months. Awesome. So you spend basically your entire summer out at Girl Scout camp. Yes, it is the best job in the world. Yeah, so I'm there um, pretty much all day, every day, and it's really great. Wow. That yeah, yeah, that sounds like so much fun. Every every opportunity I have to go out to one of our camps, like you really just feel like you're, I don't know, connected to your younger self and you know, at least I always go back to my Girl Scout experience and how amazing it was to go to camp. So that just has to be so much fun to be in that role. Can you tell us a little bit about how you first got involved with Girl Scouts? Yeah, absolutely. So I started in kindergarten as a daisy, and it was a blast. Um, I was incredibly shy. Um, I was not interested in sports or dance or anything like that. My parents were like, okay, we'll try Girl Scouts and kind of see if that's her thing, and it totally was. It just clicked. Um, You know, I really was able to come out of my shell and, you know, I just remember like in, I think it was first grade, so at at that time it was brownies, but you had to speak for one minute about a topic that you drew out of a hat. And I was terrified because I hated speaking in front of people, but I drew out the word rock and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I was able to just stand up there in front of my little troop of eight and talk about rocks for an entire minute. And I just remember gaining so much confidence in that, like what seems like a really small moment. And I don't know, Girl Scouts for me was full of opportunities um, like that that really helped me grow um, and become who I am today. Mm -hmm. And I stayed in it um, through my senior year in high school, so did it for 13 years. Um, My big focus was camp, which is probably no surprise, but (laughs) I went to day camp, um, camping with my troop, and then also overnight camp, which was my favorite part. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah, when did your um, passion for camp and for outdoors start? You know, I think it started when I was about 19. So I was working as a camp counselor at the camps that I'd grown up attending, and I had never, like I'd always, always loved camp, but I thought I wanted to be a teacher. 
Um, and I hadn't realized that you could make this into a career that I would be able to do this year round, especially for Girl Scouts, which I love so much. Um, but my director at the time, you know, kind of like mentioned it a little bit or gave me some tips on how I could get started on that path. So I changed my major to family studies um, and I traveled every summer and worked at different Girl Scout camps across the country. So I've been to mm. Wisconsin, um, now Michigan, Washington State, um, and Missouri, as well as Kansas. And so I really got to travel and experience new things and um, it just kind of took off from there. That's incredible. So what would you say, because obviously you've had a lot of different Girl Scout camp experiences, what would you say is like a, a common thread between all of those experiences? You know, for me, the common thread is that no matter what camp I'm at, it always feels like home, regardless mm -hmm. if I've ever been there before. Mm -hmm. um, it just the staff is so welcoming and there's just this, I don't know, just this really positive vibe and you just feel like, you know, this is a place where you can be yourself and where you can grow and yeah, I don't know. They all really just feel like home, even though I've worked mm -hmm. at so many. Like, mm -hmm. I, I would consider each of them a really big piece of myself. So Yeah, and I think that, you know, anybody listening who has been to a Girl Scout camp and spent time at, at camp knows exactly that feeling that you're talking about. Um, and one thing for me, like, when you first get to camp and you take a deep breath, you know, and breathe in that fresh air and that is like such a cleansing thing for me I don't know maybe yeah, that's absolutely it's just like the first thing that I always do when I get to Girl Scout camp is that deep breath and you're like okay I'm here I'm home you know um so I, I love that you feel that common thread throughout all of your all of your camp experience can you tell us a little bit about you know why and this might be a, a big answer and that's okay why is it important for girls to experience camp or to be in the outdoors? That's a great question. Um, I think it's important for so many reasons. I think the first reason, especially now, is that, you know, kids are really attached to their devices at a much younger age. And, you know, I think, you know, social media and those things are great in some ways, but also we, I feel like, you know, kids are kind of forgetting um, or not learning how to, you know, communicate or how to make friends in person or how to resolve mm -hmm. conflicts, or you know, how to really, really gain those interpersonal skills. And mm -hmm. at camp, you know, where you're you know, separated from your cell phone or whatever device it might be, you're really kind of forced to interact with your peers in a different way. And it, you know, it can be a challenge for girls, but you just watch them grow and you watch them you know, learn to have those, those conversations with their peers and make new friends you know, without you know, Facebook or Instagram or mm -hmm. whatever it might be. Um, so I think that's a really big one. And, I watch that girls are a lot more aware of their environment when they're not so focused on their phone. Like they notice like, oh my gosh, the stars are so beautiful. Or, you know, I never really yeah. notice like what it sounds like for the wind to blow through the trees. Or, you know, I they just, they're more um, mindful, I guess, mm -hmm. um, when they're not, you know, surrounded by, you know, social media and all those other things. And I really love watching that. Yeah. Yeah, can you think of a, a time when you really saw, you know, a girl struggling with that that interpersonal aspect that you're talking about. So maybe it is, you know, a conflict at camp or um, something like that. Can you think of any any times where that has really um, been a prevalent issue that you had to work through with girls? Yeah, I think it was when I was a counselor. So it's been quite a few years ago now, but I'd say it was when I was a counselor and I was working with some eighth grade girls. 
and you know they really did not think they could make it a week without their phone and I remember like they had had a disagreement so these two girls were you know arguing about um, I think it was something to do with the schedule like where they were going next or what they wanted to do and they just gave up like they didn't like having those like long conversations that might have been difficult um, you know they weren't used because like on our phones like everything is so instant like your responses yes. and communicating with people is so quick and it, it can be hard to work those kind of things out in person mm -hmm. you know but I remember like sitting down with them and you know teaching them how to resolve conflicts like in person and teaching them how to have eye contact and teaching them how to relate to someone um, you know who's right there in front of them to work through an issue mm -hmm. and I don't know I think that was really powerful and like I could see them both um, even though they struggled a little bit with it I think they mm -hmm. they were better for it at the end yeah and what an experience for them too to look back on and you know think about not only were they there at camp experiencing all the you know traditional camp things but also learning these really important soft skills that are crucial for you know the quote real world yeah absolutely what is your favorite aspect of camp? Gosh, that's a hard one because I love mm -hmm. it all. But I think um, my favorite aspect is just like the in-between moments, mm -hmm. those moments that really like build culture. So like the way we, um, you know, welcome girls into the dining hall before every meal, you know, by singing um, and by mm -hmm. greeting them and you know, the way we sing or interact with kids on the way to activities mm -hmm. or, you know, the things we do to get them ready for bed and just those, those like silly fun in between moments for me um, and watching the kids and the staff enjoy those together is, I would say, definitely my favorite part. Yeah. What are some of the songs that, that you sing? In, oh, in so the in many. Between? I think <laughs> The Princess Cat is probably number one. Oh That's my like gosh. I'm so classic. glad to hear that that is still a song that yes. girls sing. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to come back and sing it with us for sure. Yes. That's a fan favorite. Uh -huh. um, what about the, the bedtime traditions? What do you guys do around bedtime? The bedtime traditions, that's different. The counselors mm. all have so many um, different things they do. Cool. A lot of times, or for the younger girls, they'll read bedtime stories. Sometimes mm. we'll have our like counselors in training or junior counselors actually go around um, and read bedtime stories to the younger ones, like our brownie age group. Um, and that's a really special thing, not only for the girls, but for those older campers to kind of you know, get that little bit of a leadership role and to build yeah. those special connections with girls. Another one that I like to do and that I like to teach staff to do is the way we um, like say goodnight. So we'll do like, uh, and there's so many different options, mm -hmm. but there's like handshake, high five, hug. Um, mm -hmm. And so, or you, you know, girls can pass or they can do like magic vibes. So it's like a non-touching way to say goodnight, oh, okay. but it's just. So they get to choose? Yeah, they get to choose. Awesome. And there's even something silly called like an elephant kiss, you know, where you like make an elephant noise and like pat them on the head. So it's just, <laughs> it can be like really silly or it can be really sweet for those mm -hmm. girls who are used to, you know, getting a hug before bed or a right. high five or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. So you brought up the um, CIT and counselors. Can you tell us a little bit about um, that breakdown of summer camp staff? So, you know, who the counselors are, who the, who the counselors in training or CITs are. Um, just for any of our listeners who might not have that experience, can you break that down a little bit for us? Yeah, absolutely. So our high school campers are our counselors in training. Um, and so that counselor in training one is where they get together and they learn things like 
you know, age characteristics or how to work with, you know, different types of girls and like behavior management and really those things that we would teach mm -hmm. them as staff, just kind of um, introducing them to those topics and they do get to shadow a little bit. Um, but it's an amazing program. It's two weeks long. It's offered mm -hmm. at both Camp Linden and Camp Marywood um, at different times in the summer. So if girls can't make it to one, hopefully they can make it to the other. Mm -hmm. And then once they finish uh, counselor and training one, they can progress to counselor and training two, mm -hmm. um, which really focuses more on um, how to facilitate different activities and how to work in different program areas. Mm -hmm. So girls will learn more about you know, the barn and how, you know, that works a little bit differently than the rest of camp. And then they'll get the shadow at, um, you know, the waterfront and archery and climbing wall. So it's more like activity area focused. Okay. And then once they've completed uh, counselor and training one and two, mm -hmm. they can come back as a junior counselor, which is they're not quite 18. So they've not quite graduated high school, but they're ready for more of a leadership role. Mm. Um, so the program is free. They don't have to pay to come, but we can't quite pay them yet. Right. Um, and it's a great in-between step for those girls who are, you know, ready to not be a camper anymore, but they're not quite ready to be staff. And so they're mm -hmm. placed um, in a unit with a week, and they're working right alongside our camp counselors, um, you know, assisting in any way that they can, um, leading certain activities with the girls, you know, walking them back and forth across camp. So that has been really, they're, and honestly, they're such a huge asset to, to you know, camp and I'm the sure. girls really look up to them and it's a really, really special role. So right now we're in the process of um, kind of placing them and figuring out like what weeks they want to come. So it's always exciting to see people um, submit their junior counselor application yeah. that you recognize from the summer before in CIT. Yeah. Um, and then as far as staff, our camp counselors come from all over. Mm. Um, they're all 18 and up. And so, you know, almost all of them are college students studying things like education or family studies or art, um, you know, and various other things. Mm -hmm. But they're really passionate. A lot of them grew up coming to camp. Um, and so that's really special, whether it was at our camps, you know, or somewhere else, a lot of them, you know, just want to give girls that same experience that they had. Yeah. Um, and so that's, it's really amazing to see. I really love, I really love our staff and it's, mm -hmm. it's honestly a treat to get, to get to work with each of them. And then we also have other positions like waterfront director and CIT director and assistant director and health supervisor. So yeah. definitely lots going on. It's, it's a, a whole production. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and it must be so cool to see girls progress through, you know, CIT one, CIT two, junior counselor, and then counselor, you know, for, for both from your perspective and also their perspective, you know, because if they grew up going to camp, they were looking up to those, those girls, right? And then they become that girl and what a validating experience for them. Absolutely. Yeah, when I, um, I was at Camp Linden this summer, we had that little photo shoot um, that we were there for, and some of the counselors were there helping facilitate the activities and stuff, and I was just blown away by how thoughtful and intentional they were and, and their, their focus on safety and, and being aware of their surroundings, you know, and, and these are college kids, right, who are facilitating better than some like adults yeah, <laughs> that totally. I've encountered in my life. It was amazing to see them, you know, just thriving in that environment. Yeah, absolutely. And we, before any kids arrive, we have mm -hmm. two weeks of intensive staff training where, wow. you know, we instruct them on how to facilitate and, you know, how to work with 
um, girls in all walks of life. And we also mm -hmm. give them lots of opportunities to practice. Mm. Um, you know, so whether it's practicing outdoor skills or we actually do scenarios where sometimes I'll pretend to be a camper who misses home and, Aww. you know, have the, the staff cycle through and kind of help them see how they might handle those types of situations. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, our staff are really amazing. They so. really are. And a lot of them um, at Linden and Mary would come back and work weekends throughout the spring and fall oh, cool. and sometimes in winter as well yeah. and do like adventures with troops. So they're very, very active and involved with council like mm -hmm. all year long um, so I feel really lucky in that way too yeah absolutely they're definitely people who are super dedicated and you know they, they really care you can I think that's the biggest part too is that you know I was there only for it was a day-long thing we were there for you know six hours that day or whatever and even for that six hours like they treated each of the girls who was there with us like they were the most important person, you know, and, and that is, it's just special for them to create that kind of vibe and that kind of feeling for all of the girls. So can you tell us a little bit about, I know that there's a variety of options when it comes to yes. camp and also that our camp programming has changed a little mm -hmm. bit for this upcoming summer. So can you tell us a little bit about those options and, and what has changed? Absolutely. So we are really, really excited about the changes coming for 2019. Um, so if people have looked at the camp guide and have compared it to other ones, things, things you might notice are that there are a lot less um, really themed sessions. So in the past, you, there could be like up to eight themes in a week. Mm. So you'd see things like MasterChef or Fairies and Trolls or, um, you know, Atlantis. And so what we're trying to do is create more of like general programs where girls have the opportunity to try a little bit of everything they want and they're not so bound by a specific mm. theme because something mm -hmm. that we had found and feedback we received is that you know girls were being signed up for a program say MasterChef simply because it was the week that worked in their schedule and they weren't necessarily interested in doing like mm. cooking themed activities all week and so now we're offering um, every week we have all around Camp Linden sessions and all around Camp Marywood sessions both three day and six day Mm. Um, and so in that, girls will get to actually choose their own schedule, which is really, really exciting for yeah. us. So the night before, they'll be presented with the options for the next day's activities. So there's mm -hmm. three um, two-hour activity blocks, which are longer than they were before, which I'm really excited because I think that's going to give girls more of an opportunity to, you know, really learn and get something from the experience. But and so when they're presented with the options, they'll get to sign up for what they want to do mm. and. Something that's also really exciting is that they don't have to travel as a group anymore. So mm. if in a unit, say all around Camp Linden, grades four or five, only three girls want to swim, like five want to go oil painting, and six want to go boating, um, the way we've staffed it and organized the schedule is that they'll have the freedom to do that. Awesome. Yeah, so before they had to go everywhere as a group, and sometimes, you know, girls would get outvoted and didn't yeah, get to... Yeah, because majority wins, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, and they didn't get, you know, maybe not quite the experience that they wanted, because I know as a kid, I hated swimming, <laughs> and I still do, and of course, it was like, you know, Kansas, super hot, so like we voted to swim every day, and I would mm -hmm. have to sit out, and maybe there were other things I wanted to do or try, mm -hmm. um, and so now girls will have that opportunity, and I think that's really empowering, too, to know that... Yeah. You know, I got to make my own schedule and I got to try the things, um, you know, that I wanted and they really get to just create the, the week that that they want, which is yeah. really exciting. So girl-led. Yeah. So girl-led. I love Absolutely. that. I think that that provides girls an opportunity to create their own adventure, kind of like you said. Yes. And with that, we also do still have some specialty programs. So all of our cool. horse programs, um, 
are essentially set up the same way. So mm -hmm. we've added a horse camp mini at Linden and Marywood, and um, that is just kind of a three-day horse camp, a step before level one. Mm -hmm. um, and then girls that are signed up for specialty programs, whether it's horseback riding or backpack excursion or advanced archery, um, those specialty programs that they've signed up for will take up one activity block mm -hmm. um, per day that's mm -hmm. already scheduled and accounted for, and then the other two they'll get to be um, camper's choice. Awesome. So yeah, so they'll still get a lot of freedom to choose um, their own um, schedule in addition to that specialty program they've yeah. signed up for. So, but if you've got a girl that's really passionate about like art and she wants to do art activities um, every day or you know most days, mm -hmm. like she has the freedom to do that and she cool. doesn't ever have to swim or she doesn't ever have to. Um, you know, go boating if those, you know, aren't things that she's interested in. Yeah. Or if she tries something the first day and, you know, she thought she was going to really love boating and she decides, you know, that's not for me, mm -hmm. she's not committed to do it again. That's so, awesome. Yeah, lots that's, of freedom with yeah. it, which I think is great. I think that that will be amazing for the girls to have all that freedom and autonomy and, and making that choice. All right, so I have another big question as we start right. to start to round, wrap things up. Um, if you had to think about one story or one experience that you feel encapsulates what it has meant to be so involved in Girl Scout camp throughout your Girl Scout experience, one story that you're like, yeah, that pretty much sums it up, what story would you tell? Yeah, so I definitely have one in mind. So mm. it was when I was a head counselor um, in 2013. And I had this camper who had showed up and she was in fourth grade, I believe, but just like incredibly shy, um, wasn't really interested in engaging with other campers and she kind of hung back a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and so me and the other counselors really tried to, you know, work with her and not force her to, you know, be super social or do anything that was too far outside of her comfort zone. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we worked with her throughout the week and every day she came out of her shell a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so whether it was like she would lead lead the group on the way to the pool, um, you know, or she would just try things that maybe she wouldn't have the day before. And, you know, by the end, she had really blossomed mm. and uh, we were just so proud of her. And honestly, like you or I, at least at that time, didn't always think about like where my campers came from, like or like what their lives were like outside of camp. But I remember on the last night she shared with me that, um, you know, she had had some difficulty in her home life and, mm. you know, that she didn't necessarily want to come to camp, but that she had such an amazing time. And I remember before she left, you know, she looked at me and said, her fellow counselor, she's like, I don't think I could have like, you know, made it through this week without you guys. And Aww. for like a fourth grader to say something and maybe not in those exact words, but to like, you know, be brave enough to express those things. It was like, wow, like this is why we do what we do. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That's amazing. Yeah, and and you know that you definitely left a lasting impact on that girl. And you know, if even just having that week to unplug, disconnect from not only technology but also whatever was going on at home, you know, and be in this safe space that is that is Girl Scout camp. Like, what an important experience for that girl. Yeah, absolutely. And I know she definitely left a lasting impact on me. And I had mm -hmm. the opportunity to go back and work. Um, and I actually saw her again, like three years oh. later. So that was really special. But yeah, That's no, awesome. I will definitely never, never forget that camper for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure she'll she'll never forget you either. One last question for you: What would you say is the greatest lesson that you've learned because of your experiences with Girl Scout Camp? 
I think the biggest lesson that I've learned um, throughout all my experiences with Girl Scout camp and working at you know different places is that the hard work is always worth it. Mm. Um, and so, you know, the days are long and it gets really hot. And sometimes, you know, it is really challenging. But at the end of the day, it's so important that you're constantly giving it your all for the campers or for the families or troops that you're serving and that, um, that you really are making an impact and that it's so important to um, not be afraid to you know, do the hard things and mm. to, to really put your best self forward all the time because, you know, your, your impact is really far-reaching. And so I think, um, for me, that's something that I definitely try to remind myself every day. Yeah. So. And that's a great outlook to have, you know, just in general in life, the energy that you put into the world, into the girls you work with, you know, into those counselors, that's the same energy that, that you'll really get back from them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then you'll have that girl at the end of the week who says, you know, I couldn't have made it through this week without you. Well, Audrey, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I think that this gives us a really great glimpse into, you know, why Girl Scout Camp is so important um, and, and why it's still such a prevalent part of a, of a Girl Scout's experience today. I think that we really have a, a great idea of all of the amazing things that are happening at camp um, these days. So thank you so much for, for sharing all of your, yeah. your knowledge and your experiences and looking forward to a great camp season this yeah, summer. Me too. We have so many ways for people to experience at camp, but I like to remind people that, you know, no matter how you come to camp, that it's, it's such an amazing experience. So whether yeah. you come on the weekend as a troop or whether you come in some of the source programs we offer, whether you come to Troop Sampler or Family Camp at Camp of the Hills, mm. um, that's a really special program. Or whether you come to one of our three or six day overnight camps, yeah. it's so beneficial. And um, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. What is the, if somebody listens to this and is like, as I, I'm sure they will, they're like, I need my girl to be signed up for this right now. What's the best way for them to go about that? Yeah, best way for them to go about that. So if they have questions about the program or not really sure what's the best fit, I love answering those. Mm -hmm. And so my email is areynolds at gshom.org. Um, but then if you have questions about registration or how to sign up, um, you can call the, our council's help desk, which okay. they're always happy to help um, mm -hmm. with those questions, and they'll help you get um, signed up for the best program. Awesome. Well, Audrey, thank you again. This was so, so fun talking yeah, with you thank today. thank you so much. So to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I hope that you're walking away from this episode with a really strong understanding of why it's so important for girls to experience the outdoors and to experience camp. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please be sure to do so by clicking that beautiful subscribe button that you see, and make sure to leave us a, a rating and a review as well. Um, after that, make sure you share this episode far and wide because you never know who might just happen to listen to it and whose life might change because they listen to this episode and understand the importance of camp for girls. So thank you again for joining us. My name is Brenna Smith, and until our next adventure, be bold, be brave, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. Change the world, come with me. Time to let our dreams fly free. And it comes so easily, that is our way. Every moment we're alive, it's our change the world in the girl scouts together we change the world